A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. We are with Des Corkill and Steve Dawson, renowned football broadcasters here in Southeast Asia. And we are discussing Liverpool FC as they are top of the table in the Premier League and dreaming of their first ever title uh, in the Premier League era and their first uh, division title since 1990. That was the last time they won the 89-90 title under Kenny Dalglish. It's a long, long time ago. So now we're going to go for Stop our... Stop rubbing it in, Jason. <laughs> no, look, I've got, I've got to put it out there. I was a Liverpool fan in the 1980s. I think both of you know this. I was friends with Craig Johnston, who was an Australian yeah. player. A lot of Singaporeans would have forgotten about him, but the old-timers will remember him as an Aussie player that played in the, in the 80s and had a lot of success uh, with Liverpool. Scored in a... FA Cup final in 1986. So Ian Rush scored twice. He scored once. Mm. They beat Everton, I think, 3-1. Just Des. tapped it over the line, didn't he? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to know Craig Johnson in the 80s. Uh, I stayed at his house in, in, you know, in the, in the mid-80s. He introduced me to many of the Liverpool legends like uh, John Barnes and Steve McMahon and uh, Bruce Grobelaar, uh, uh, Aldridge, John Aldridge. So that, that was always great. But then I guess when they lost their way, I kind of went off them. But I've always had a soft spot for them. And I was with Des, and he'll remember this, when Liverpool won the 2005 Champions League title. I was at Serangoon Gardens with Des watching the final. And I remember they were 3-0 down at halftime against AC Milan. And Des says, look, Liverpool just have to limit the damage now. They're going to have to like just make sure they don't lose seven or eight nil. Park the bus. Do you remember saying that, Des? Aye, I'm sure I predicted three all and penalties. And, 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 and like yes. he was, he was so embarrassed. Being, a, you know, he was born in the Merseyside derby, and uh, he's been a season ticket holder and all that. He was so embarrassed. And, the, you know, as history will tell us, uh, they came back and it was three all full time and after extra time. And then uh, there were penalties and Liverpool won. They won beat AC Milan. So that's ah. my favourite memory. And, I, and Des's reaction in Serangoon Gardens. I think I remember, remember Des, how everyone, you could hear all this yelling in Serangoon Gardens. People, all these Singaporean Liverpool fans were yelling and you were jumping up and down in joy. So to me, that's probably my favourite Liverpool men, uh, memory as a neutral. Um, but both of you have picked um, your favourite memories, and perhaps um, I'll start with you, Steve. Mm. I I was following Liverpool. The first game I remember was the 74 FA Cup final against Newcastle. They won 3-0, and I followed them very closely. And from there, from FA Cup winners, they progressed sort of step by step, which was nice for me to see. They won the UEFA Cup, um, beat FC Bruges, I remember, uh, in, in a final, and and then the next stage was the European Cup and they qualified for the European Cup for the first time that I remember in the 76-77 season. And as you went through the season, and Kevin Keegan was a big part of that mm. team and it was, it was always said from the beginning of the season, this would be his last year. So I lapped it up and I looked very carefully and I tried to absorb it all, take it in as best I could because this was going to be the final year of my hero playing for my club. Wow. And as the season went on, there was more and more talk about this unprecedented treble Mm -hmm. that they could win the league title win the FA Cup and win the European Cup and all of my hopes everything in my life was focused on them achieving this they won the league Kevin Keegan scored away at Wolverhampton Wanderers and this was in the intimate days of only listening on the radio couldn't see this on TV I love those radio uh, calls they were great that was a marvellous marvellous experience and then the weekend came and it was at Wembley and it was the FA Cup final against Man United. And we lost 2-1 and there was mm. a jammy goal that went. Was it Lou Macari and Jimmy Greenoff? Oh, it bounced off his chest yeah. or something. Yeah. 
and I and I remember, I was ten years old. I remember sitting in my my chair in the in in our front room with my mum and dad, and my brother there, with my knees up to my chest, and I was crying. And I didn't want my dad to see that I was oh, crying really? over a football <laughs> game, but I was crying. How old were you then? I was 10, mm, 10 and a half. 28. <laughs> <laughs> but the dream had died. The dream yes, had gone. Yeah, yeah. But just three days later or mm, four days mm. later, we were in Rome for the European Cup against Borussia Mönchengladbach. So the treble had gone, but there was the chance to win for the very first time in the club's history, the greatest tournament in European club football. And it was, you know, there was that black and white ball from from that era and the nets looked great and the pitch looked great and it was an Olympic stadium with a running track around it and uh, and Kevin Keegan was the hero he didn't score but he was man marked by Bertie Vogts the whole game and finally was brought down in the penalty area for Phil Neal to tuck home the goal that really ended the contest and plus Tommy Smith don't forget Tommy's, Tommy's, oh, Tommy's header Tommy's header was fantastic Terry McDermott's mm. goal was beautiful Steve Highway had a, a lovely game it was just all perfect days you know for me and uh, as I said earlier on even something as dramatic, and let's face it, you compare one with the other, you can't get more dramatic than what you described. Yeah, 2005, Istanbul, 2005. Champions League final. But it'll never come close to, to for me personally, mm. what I experienced that, yeah. that year culminating in, in Rome 77. So wow. that's unquestionably the biggest. Great memory. So, yeah. Des, uh, what's your favourite memory? Are you going to mention something from the past or something more recent? Uh, again, it's from the past. And the reason I'm going to mention the past is because uh, football is about um, belonging. Mm. Uh, so Liverpool is my club. I was I was born there, and to get your old man, your father, yep. to take you to a game is very special. Mm. It's one of the few things you can bond because men don't talk. No, we can talk about football. <laughs> the new man can talk, but we talk about football, and that's how we bond. Yes. And so my my, my dad was a PE teacher. And uh, I'd been to a number of games. He took me to my first game in '72. Mm. Liverpool beat Stoke, and uh, uh, I'd, I'd been to I'd been to Borussia Mönchengladbach. I'd been to the to the Bruges Cup mm. final. Mm. Been to loads of games, and then San Etienne uh, on the road to to Rome. Liverpool played this French team, San Etienne, and my dad took me. So I must have been 14 years of, of, of age. We got the bus down, the 81. We walked up from Norris Green, a riot of colour. Mm. San Etienne played in, in this lovely lime green. Mm. And their, their fans, I remember their fans in the Anfield Road end in these big green wigs. But there were thousands. Dominic Rosto wigs. Dominic Rosto, uh, Domin- uh, Batonet, Jean Vion, Piazza. Wow, you remember all these players. Yeah. Uh, 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 um, this was Platini's team, but mm. before, oh, see, before right. Platini. Um, so, so there were these exotic names, these colours, <laughs> and my team was playing them, and I was with my old man walking up to Anfield Road, and the queues were huge. I was locked out. The gates were closed at six thirty. The kickoff at seven thirty. And you had a ticket. So, no, no, no. You paid the door right, in those right, days. Right, right, okay. You paid the door. And what did it cost then? Um, it, oh gosh, oh. gosh, fifty pence, yeah, something right, like right, that, yeah. which is around a, a dollar sing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we, we bought we bought a program, so we walked around, and there must have been five or six thousand of us walking around. And so when the game started, Liverpool scored an early goal, and I was just outside the old Kemlin Road, where you can just see the cop. And you could see the steam rising up off the cop. <laughs> but the, 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 the goals went, went in. Liverpool scored a goal. And I just looked at my dad. It was just one of those seminal moments. And it was a, a wonderful bonding moment mm. between me and my, my late father, who died in uh, 1998. But that's what football is. This was my club with my dad and my team doing well. A riot of colour. 
Right, everything. That will always, always stay with me. I've been lucky to watch Istanbul and all the many other games since, but that was the the moment that that was my club. And just for context, that San Etienne game was the quarterfinal of the same tournament that I was talking about. Right, so it was right. it was just two rounds before the final that I referenced wow. a few moments ago. Isn't it interesting that you both picked uh, the same uh, year, same tournament, uh, but different matches? I think that's that's terrific. First European Cup win, I suppose. It, it's because that's when you that's when you start First your love, love of football. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was 14, yes, I've been to... to uh, I'd had a flirtation with Mervyn Day as a goalkeeper and Peter Shilton as a goalkeeper, but now... This was my club and this was my, my old man and I sharing something, mm. which, which is, is really special. How wonderful. The best memories uh, of Des Corkill and Steve Dawson from Liverpool's history. Liverpool, top of the table and dreaming of their first league title since <laughs> 1990. Dreaming. May they keep dreaming.